Hello everyone, it's Jessica here and I just wanted to spend the next few minutes uh, talking about a question that many of us Christians ask ourselves um, in our lives and in our day to day. And that question is, what is my higher calling as a Christian? Um, we usually spend our days doing the things that we find ourselves doing, whether it's work, um, school, being with kids at home, whatever it may be that we find ourselves in and we usually stop and think I want to find God's purpose for my life I want to do something great and mighty for him um, maybe you have dreams of maybe God wants me to be a missionary and go travel uh, across the seas or maybe you know God God must have something great for me. What is God's purpose for my life? I feel like the things I'm doing in my day-to-day -day are so small and I want to do something bigger for God. I want to do something powerful and mighty and something long-lasting for the kingdom. What is my calling as a Christian? And many of us spend time looking for that calling. Uh, we may examine our spiritual gifts, uh, see what we're strong in, um, see what our you know our, our dreams are. We kind of may, you may read different books or listen to different things. Or sometimes there's even uh, conferences that people go to just to find what is that calling that you haven't understood yet or embarked on, but. When you find it, then you kind of begin this new journey of, of, of um, fulfilling this calling that God has for you. And I just wanted to take a look and see what does scripture say about that? How does scripture answer that question of what is our calling as a Christian? Uh, what was I made for? What works does God have for me? What does scripture say about those things? Because it really matters because when we are living our day-to-day Sometimes we'll stop and think, God has made me for more than this and for more than what I'm doing. And we may always be living for the future instead of here and now. So what does scripture say about this? Uh, what, does, what does scripture say about having to find our specific calling? And scripture is so clear and there's so much in the New Testament and you know there's so many specific verses but I love just looking at scripture as a whole and seeing throughout all of scripture Old Testament New Testament there's this continual theme that is always found and always present and that is the theme of obedience and it's very very simple to know what you're calling is as a Christian and it's by answering one question are you obeying God are you obeying God if you're obeying him and honoring him and being content and rejoicing in the lot that he has given you then you have found your purpose and calling in your life that's what you're supposed to do obey God I've been reading a book called you who by Rachel Jankovic and it's all uh, about uh, our identity in Christ and our identity as Christians and I wanted to read a quote from the book where she she talks about this topic far from living a life of waiting and expectation wondering when our journey of a lifetime is going to start 
The Christian life should be one of almost breathless and constant obedience. What honors God in this conversation? How do I share the gospel with my coworker who desperately needs it? What should I do when a friend turns on me? How do I discipline my toddler in a way that honors God? How do I submit to my husband on principle and not emotion? How do I love my wife like Christ instead of selfishly? What should I do about this hospitality opportunity that I don't want to take? How do I lay my life down for my friends here? What does God think of this movie I'm watching? End of quote. Scripture's so clear. Read the word, obey the word, obey it now, and then obey it again. Deuteronomy 11.1 You shall therefore love the Lord your God and keep his charge, his statutes, his rules, and his commandments always. Jesus said in John, John 14, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Um, it's throughout scripture. Our love of God is shown through our obedience. Um, and he calls us to obedience. 1 Corinthians 15, 58, Paul writes, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And that labor is obedience in the day-to-day things that God has put before us and has called us to do. And so it sounds so simple, but why is it so hard? Why is it so hard for us to embrace that obedience is our higher calling why is it that we always want something bigger and something greater and it's because faithfulness does not feel like what it is accomplishing and that's something that Rachel Jankovic says and quotes in her book we want to feel like we're doing something great but obedience in the day-to-day sometimes feels like the opposite and why is that it's because we don't see what is really happening at the time We don't feel like great things are happening even when they are. We don't see the full picture like God does. But God, in His grace, sometimes allows us to see His work retrospectively. Um, He allows us to see in in retrospect how being faithful in that little moment led to great things. Looking back at steps of obedience we made, we can see how God has worked in a moment that did not feel important or critical or planned. When we look back, we can see him in it. And there's so many examples of this in people's lives. Some that come to my mind automatically are some some people some famous people. Uh Corrie Ten Boom is one of them. She and her family lived normal i would almost want to say a little bit of boring lives Um, her father was a watchmaker they had a little shop in the first floor of their home and they would fix watches and make watches how spiritual does that sound they would just fix watches watches that people put on their wrists and they lived humble god honoring lives and just obeyed god in the day to day and step by step things the world war ii started to uh, break out the jewish people were being persecuted and they found themselves with the opportunity of protecting and hiding some jewish people and they helped those people 
escape from the Nazis. And they opened up their home and allowed them to uh, live in their home and hide in their home. And all of those little steps of obedience that they took, which to us seem like huge monumental, monumental things, for them it was just day to day inviting one person over, keeping one person under wraps in their home, giving them dinner led to a life of Corrie ten Boom of ministering to people and using her testimony and all of the things that she went through to inspire faith in so many people and love for God in so many people. Uh, another one that I love is Elizabeth Elliot. She was also just a simple young girl who went to college, Christian college, met her husband there. She studied to translate the Bible into different language. Um, she got married. They decided to move to Ecuador as missionaries. Her husband was killed and martyred, and she decided that she needed, she wanted to forgive the tribe that killed her husband and lived with them for a few years. Then she moved back to the United States, and a series of events happened in her life, step by step, uh, just steps of obedience, and also you can see throughout her whole life that God used her in mighty ways to bring people closer to God and love God. And Elizabeth Elliot is famous for the quote, uh, do the next thing. Just do the next thing. When you don't know what to do, just do the next thing. And she lived her life just doing the next thing. Scripture gives us examples of this, looking at people's lives retrospectively. Abraham leaving or the, his his place his um his home, the place he called home, and obeying the Lord when God told him to pick up and leave to a place that He was going to lead him to. He had no idea where he was going, but he took that step of step of obedience and left. And step by step, the Lord guided him and led him, and he obeyed in faith. And we can see very clearly how God used Abraham's faith and obedience to lead, bring us and help us to be part of the family of God. Ruth is another beautiful example of seeing how she lost her husband and followed her mother-in-law, Naomi, and embraced the God of Naomi which is our God and through the guidance of her mother-in-law she obeyed she obeyed and through her line came Jesus Christ through those steps of obedience and they were day-to-day -day steps of obedience that led to very big things many times we want to skip the obedience in the small things and obey in the large things but if we're not faithful in the little, how will he entrust us with more? To quote again Rachel Jankovic, she says, People who do something monumental for the kingdom usually do it because it was simply the next step in the path they had been walking along faithfully for some time. So big things happen when we walk just taking the next step and the next step and obeying in the small things in our lives. And I just wanted to end um, with, I've been listening with my toddler some uh, songs that just go through some questions and answers of the Christian faith. And one of them 
is a simple song and it just asks, how can we glorify God? And the answer is by loving him and obeying his commands and law. And it's really that simple. How do we glorify God? By loving him and obeying his commands and laws and obeying him in the small day-to-day things that he has placed before you right now. Thanks for listening and may Christ be ever increasing in you.